Welcome back to another episode of NFT Catcher Podcast. We'd like to remind everybody that nothing on the show is meant as financial advice, and to please do your own research. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Now the subject is NFT. They're known as non-fungible tokens, or NFTs. NFTs are floating in popularity. This is a technology that will forever change the way people interact. So it is happening whether you understand it and like it or not. This phenomenon is moving the digital You have now joined Jenny from the blockchain and Michael Keane on the NFT Catcher Podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast with me, Jenny from the Blockchain, and my co-host, Michael Keane. For today's weekly recap, we have a special guest with us, Mitch Putnam, um, who we're very excited to to be able to collaborate with him on this episode. Um, And he is one of the co-founders of Mondo Toys, which we'll dive into. Um, But yeah, Michael... How are you doing? How are you yeah, doing? Yeah, no, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. This is actually an episode that I've been super excited to do for a while. Um, so I'm excited to get into it. It's been a it's been a nice long weekend. Uh, you know, I'm going on vacation Tuesday, so we're we're gearing up for that and all kinds of good stuff. Nice. Yeah. And Mitch, you? welcome, welcome oh, to the yeah. show. I'm I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm I'm yeah. getting ready for New York too. Um, yep, yep. yeah, planning out my schedule and everything. We'll have to talk about some of the events we're going to be going to a little later on. Um, but yeah, Mitch, welcome in. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm a huge fan of the show. I love that intro too. So I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Hey. That's what's up. Yeah. So like, uh, the reason I was been so excited, you know, Mitch is a friend of mine. We've been buddies for like almost a almost a year and a half now at this point yeah. when that those those old VV days on when I talk about Clubhouse, uh, you're one of the main guys that I always think of. I mean, I respect Mitch as much as anybody. Your knowledge and your connections and 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 you're really smart dude in the space. You're you're a degen just like you know just like yeah, me. You like yes. to buy and sell. You do so. Like this is gonna be fun. We're gonna have a, have a good chat. But thanks for coming on, man. Of um, course, yeah. It's, thanks it's for having be me. Fun. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So uh, what well, first thing that we want to talk about this week, the big news is Sartoshi. We actually talked about it for a minute on Clubhouse. But like, I don't know. What do you think, Jennifer? What's your take? Because I kind of I've been really trying to, like, look at all sides. And I was in some spaces with that community and like trying to figure out, you know, what I thought about it and, and all that stuff. So what 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 do you think? Yeah, I know we were so- we were a fan of his. We we're all a fan of his. Right. And, and Sartoshi, just, just a refresher, too, is the creator yeah. of MFers, which is this uh, popular meme project that promised nothing. It was like kind of one of the first projects to come out um, to kind of just be like, we're just, you know, these memes and that's it. And and people really took to that and they took off and, you know, they're going for I think the floor at one point got all the way up to was it like three ETH or something? It was above three. Let me look oh, at finance now. Okay. It was like it was probably four and a half, I think. Okay. Like, I'm gonna look yeah. and see for sure though. Yeah, and um it's just he would create these funny memes even before that project. He would create these funny stick figure memes and just you know post them and and sometimes he would mint them and um auction them on like foundation and um overall just funny dude. He was anonymous completely, so we didn't really know who he was. Or even maybe it wasn't even he like, you know, I guess we don't know who they were in general, but 
Um, I mean, I was kind of sad that he just decided to dip and like depart. Um, I know some people had some controversy around him kind of creating an open edition uh, piece before he just like left. But that aside, I don't know. I just remember messaging him last year when he had like less than 10,000 followers. And I was like, yo, you're really funny. Like, keep it up. And and then like he was just like, thank you. And and then he like blew up and, you know, now Mm -hmm. he has like. Well, now he's deleted his Twitter and everything, but he got up to like 150,000 Twitter followers and uh, a yeah. lot of people really liked him. Yeah. No, I mean, it, like the, the whole vibe was cool. The project was cool. Listen to this. It got up to 6.4 on February 20th. This is probably around when like Farouk was pumping it around that time, right? Yeah, I think, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, I bought I bought one at like one ETH and sold it at like three ETH. Okay, not I bad. I remember that. That was Let's when go. Farouk was, that was exactly right. Farouk. Farouk put it as his like profile and I was like, all yep. right, I need to buy one then. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So was there any like reason given as to why he needed to step away? Was he just tired of it or was it just full on like I'm leaving with no explanation? Yeah, it was kind of like I'm leaving with no explanation. Like he just like, <laughs> it's my time. Like, you know, and it, it it's like how I guess it was kind of. So I don't really know if. First of all, maybe he's living through some other account. Like he's probably still on Twitter. Like, I don't even know, you know, did he disappear? Start up something new and do it it all over again, you know? Like, what is he doing? But I guess kind of following in Satoshi's footsteps, right? Like creator (laughs) of Bitcoin of like, he just kind of disappeared and nobody knew what happened or if he's still alive or if he died or whatever. And so I don't know. I mean, his username was Sartoshi. So yeah. Maybe he was kind of trying to to do that as well. I mean, he did refer to that in his uh, blog. Like he he included clips of people being like, oh, I think one day Sartoshi is just going to disappear. And and so he kind of like mm-hmm. was like, OK, well, you know, now's my time. <laughs> I actually don't really have any issues at all with that. Like I mean, he did keep 25 percent of royalties, but did kind of a cool thing, gave it to the community. There's that multi-sig wallet that's you know going to take care of the project. But then the open edition and nobody, there's not a there's not a gun to anybody's head, but they sold 17,000 of them at 069, which is like eleven hundred and fifty some ETH, which at this point is like what half of the ETH spent on NFTs that week. Probably, probably, probably. <laughs> I, I'm really up to yep, go ahead. I'm really up two minds about this because like we've been over 100 times about how much it sucks, like when you do something that greatly affects how much the the asset that everyone is holding, the price plummets due to something you did, right? And how it doesn't just affect you and it affects so many people. And there's all that. At the same time, as somebody that's worked on projects, and I know you guys have too, it's terrifying the idea of having to work on this stuff for all of time or else people like want to kill you, right? So I, I get it. I, you know, I understand being completely anon and, and feeling like you have an exit plan. I understand why one would do it. I also understand why holders would feel burned. But um, yeah, it's it's a real toss up about how to feel about this one. Mm. Yeah, I, I always find it interesting because um, from my perspective of what I saw, like the holders seemed fine. It was like, I feel like it was just the people that actually didn't even have like they didn't even buy the open edition or have mfers but they have an opinion it's like it's always those people that are like 
opinionated but they're not even involved so it's like well shouldn't well why does your opinion matter if you're not actually involved so I don't know I try to kind of reserve judgment judgment but I definitely understand like their perspective of it of like okay they literally just like did this open edition and left and like it makes sense for it to seem kind of weird but at the same time like he was nothing but nice to people and everyone had like a a good uh perspective on him and 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 so I think that helped a lot and um yeah yeah, I think it was like he had a good reputation so yeah it kind of worked out yeah he had a great reputation I spent a couple hours in a community twitter space and it was all love like they were like it was all love for for him nice and I think there's room for those kind of projects you know I think that if I think where we got into dangerous waters was everyone starting to buy projects based on something other than the art of the community, right? Like the idea that this was going to be a collaboration with Gucci and everyone in the world Mm. was going to be a fan of it or all these different things that can lead to these huge price hikes. And then when something like this happens, people are, you know, furious. Whereas if it's a project that was sustainably built and people bought it for the art and bought it for the community they still feel like they have something, even if the founder leaves. And I think that as we're more and more into a bear market here, I think that that second type of project is what people should be leaning more and more into of like being upfront about what it is. Then if nothing happens, you still like what you bought, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. there's definitely a lot of different things. Are you selling a product? Are you selling, you know, are you creating a business model? Like there's a lot of different ways to go about it. That's a good point for sure. Uh, for the record, the floor was uh, two and a half on June 5th. And it's down to 1.2 right now. Uh, if you remember, yeah. Mitch, you asked me when when we first talked about it, and it was 1.8, and it hadn't gone down yet. Yeah. From when he from and when he did that. spoiler alert, it's going to go down more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> spoiler alert: If you're holding, you might want to think. Yeah. No. I could I be guess. wrong. Could be wrong. Spoiler alert, RE is also going down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Spoiler alert, literally everything. (laughs) Everything is going going down. down. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much, pretty much. Oh, my God. So, yeah. The vibes are up. The vibes are up. The vibes are up. Yeah, people. (laughs) Twitter's something else. Twitter's something else at this point. Uh, Good memes. Yes. Yeah, good memes. (laughs) And then, so, so Corey Van Loo, you guys know Corey Van Loo. Do you know know him, Mitch? I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we've talked about him a few times on the show. I actually love to get him on. I thought about that when I was writing this down. He does an open edition on Nifty Gateway uh, for 200 each. So I guess it's about double the price Sartoshi's was. And that sold 368 of them. So I was like, mm-hmm. geez, Sartoshi sells 17,000 on the way out the door. And Corey Van Lu, I don't know if it's marketing or people don't go to Nifty Gateway anymore. Well, Nifty's interesting, right? Because again, we're in a bear market. And Nifty right. Gateway literally only sells you NFTs that are just art. There's nothing else promised. Yep. Yep. And so there's no speculation. There's no nothing. It's either do you want to own this or do you not? Right. And when you are in a bear market where sentiment is lower, that stuff's hard to sell. Um, it's still the kind of stuff that I'm buying, but it's hard to sell. I mean, the crazier thing to me is not that because I think that Nifty Drops have been doing fairly poorly for a while. Yeah. Um, Mood flippers is the craziest thing for me of the week because that so that was the new project from random character collective who did invisible friends. Um, mm-hmm. and it 
I'm pretty sure is not sold out because it's an addition of 5,000. They're only at 4,500 and it's only done 78 ETH in volume. Wow. And that is, I mean, that's as hyped of a crew as you can put a project out from. So yeah. I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that one. Moon flippers. Mood flippers. Oh, it's mood the, flippers. Yeah. It's yeah. from the um they did the uh the mood rollers. It's that same guy. It's like his PFP project now. Okay. Oh well. Wow. But yeah, it's I mean, it's tough. Yeah, there's a lot of projects that are struggling. You probably saw that homework with like Pop Wonder yep. and and uh, wine bags, and those they sold like 700, you know, like and that's one that you know, a few months ago they would have banged that out with all, the, yep. with all those artists. It's yeah, tough. for sure. It's real tough. It's real tough. I'm watching a lot of projects. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> so another news, the NFT catcher Discord was compromised last night. No. Uh, yeah. Wait, yeah. What does that mean? So um, one, the guy who owns the server, our, our website guy who started it up, you know, it, it happens to anybody, but he clicked a bad link in another Discord so we, we talk about security a lot to people. And so this it's, you know, it's a learning experience. He clicked a link in another discord to confirm his NFT. And that was a bad link. Somebody took control of his, um, of his uh, discord kicked. This was in the middle of the night. I didn't even know about it till it was over in the morning. Uh, kicked me and Nikki and Casey out of the discord and luckily, Neosporum was in there. Mark was in there. Mark saw it happening also. And they were on top of it in a second. Nobody lost anything, thankfully. But the thing was posting malicious links. They created a webhook. They kicked a bunch of people out. Like, it was uh, it was scary. And Mark was really, like, he was, he was really upset and bugging. Um, and I, I think we've taken a few more precautions. But, like, they just, you know, it's it's the... The admin in Discord, you know, the admin people click some. You have to have as few people of admin as possible. The permissions have to be set correctly on the mods and all that, you know. Um, and it's it's definitely dangerous because it would have been horrible. I would have been devastated if people in our community would have bought something that was fake or got robbed. Like I would have felt like we had to, you know, pay back almost. Like it's you know, and it could be a lot. Could end up being a lot of money, but like that would be that would be devastating. Um, and it was definitely scary, but I'm glad that it's under control and. They Neosporin and Mark in the middle of the night, they stepped up like champs and made sure everything was fine. Mark got Mark got on the phone with Crypto Wizard, who's a Discord expert, and helped him out for a while. So, but yeah, that happened last night. I woke up to all these messages and like 6 a.m. I was like, oh shit. That's wild. That yeah, is wild. for sure. I know, I know. How, how did you get scary? Yeah. Yeah. How did you get crazy. the Discord back? Like if that guy had did he like get because he kicked you out and everything. Like, did you uh, then have to like go in? Well, they put me back in. So um, I just got invited back and um, I'm not sure exactly how, I guess, I guess Mark changed his password or whatever it is. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know like exactly the details. I just saw the messages with what they were going through and taking care of it. And they, there were some like other malicious accounts in the discord that they kicked out. Like, we had somebody about a week ago impersonated me and posted a fake link, but that wasn't that wasn't really? anything where they got. They just impersonated me. Yeah, I know. I know. That's how you know me. you. That's how you know you've made it. That's what I said. That's what I said to the team. <laughs> I was like, I've finally made it. Discord's scary though. Like we have, you know, people reach out to us that are doing projects that you know want help with projects or things like that, and Discord's 
one of the hardest barriers to entry because there's no there's no way to like scale being like a discord service um i know that there's a few people out there that sort of help set up discords and permissions and everything like that and audit your discord but it's definitely the scariest and the hardest part of building an nft project in my opinion yeah and it's uh that was wild. Yeah, they said seventy discords were hacked in the month of in the month of May. Seventy wow. NFT discords. Yep. I mean, the board apes had it happen to them again. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. But yeah, no, that was the first time having us, and we're not even like some big crazy Discord. That's like. Yeah, it's know. crazy because literally last, um, was it last? Sorry if you can hear my cat purring. She's on my lap. But <laughs> like last Sunday, we talked about that, and then that's so ironic that you then yep. get like your discord hacked i know i know yeah i wonder if it was like a targeted like maybe they like heard on the pod and they're like you know what let me test this i don't know what it is i guess they i mean maybe they like they just put those links out there and then everybody that clicks it they check and see if they own a discord or an admin anywhere so so maybe it goes that it goes backwards Mm -hmm. yep i don't know though pretty wild but yeah that was that was uh interesting but I think we're good now. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to let everybody know about that. And, you know, and if you're not in our discord, come join. It's a fun place. <laughs> just don't okay. click any links. Yeah. yeah just, don't, just don't click any links, but come in. Lots of alpha. We <laughs> told everybody. Yeah. We actually told everybody about the go to. Oh, we talked about this last week, the, the gallery of digital arts. And one of the yes. people hit one, flipped it for seven and a half ETH. Hey, wow. let's yeah. go. Yep. That's exciting. Well, congrats on making out of that unscathed. That I know. Oh, very man. few people get out of a Discord hack unscathed. So congrats. Yeah. One person said they clicked the link, but nothing had happened. They revoked okay. everything and they didn't lose anything. Um, they didn't like sign any contracts. What were they something. asking for? What was like the link saying you doing a drop or uh, something? Or? Yeah, it was saying there was some kind of quick mint. Uh, okay. I didn't see it because they deleted it, but. I, I could actually probably find the screenshot of it. Let me see. Discord hackers got to be struggling right now because even if you're like, hey, we're having a mint, no one's going to mint anything for any money right now. So they're yeah, probably yeah, right. probably struggling out here. Everyone <laughs> oh, wants it's rough. I feel bad. Everyone wants their NFTs to be free now. Yeah. Did you guys talk last week at all about this whole shift to the free NFT model? What's your guys' thoughts on this? Yeah, we did actually talk about it. Um you know, I'm going to be honest, I don't really like have time to keep up with uh, mints these days. Same, like I'm more same. of a secondary person, <laughs> secondary market type of person. But um, I like the idea a lot. I mean, I I, I remember Michael, Michael and I had been like talking about that for a while, like wanting that. And so it's nice to finally see free or, you know, cheaper mints uh, yeah, coming yeah. out. Um, and it, I think it's nice for... Um, especially if it kind of mints slowly, like for new people coming into the space to it's like, Oh, okay. You know, maybe I sacrifice, you know, 10, 20 bucks for gas. Um, but it's like free NFT. And I, I think it's great for new people kind of coming in, like not having to really put in much just to kind of test it out. Yeah, I agree. Not every project needs $3 million off the bat. Right. Right. That's right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah, it's funny how, you know, despite how tough everything has been lately, I actually find right now to be one of the more interesting times in NFTs with the shift to free mints and then the whole like storytelling that's been going on with 
um, Goblin Town and we're mm-hmm. all going to die in these different projects that are actually like role playing. Um, I think that's all been really interesting to watch. Versus- Can we hear your uh, Goblin? Are you still a Goblin? <laughs> I do still have a goblin, so unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, yes. Uh-huh. I think I just saw they're down to three. So yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? They're down to three? Yeah. yeah three yeah. point well, one. Oh it God, says no you don't. Way. You don't want to look at any floors right now. I'll tell you no. that. Oh, yeah, shoot. I'm actually. Yeah. I have. I have flip stuff finance up, and so the floors over the last like Goblin Town is down twenty two percent in twenty four hours. Uh, Azuki's down sixty. Azuki's down to eight five. Clonex Ooh. is eight five. Whoa. Um, wow. Yeah. We're all gonna die as three six. Doodles is nine six. Is point we're all gonna point, die as point three point six. Three six. That's crazy. Yeah. I know it's down down 40 percent in 24 hours. That was 1.8 a few days yeah. ago, I think. Yep. yep. They they burnt a uh uh a mutant. <laughs> a mutant. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then this other project, uh a psycho psychonauts. Did you see that one? They oh, were yeah, talking have... their communities trying to get them to burn an ape. I have and I, would, I, I have three of those. I actually <laughs> had five, I think, and sold a couple. But uh the uh they were I went into the Twitter space and I was like, do not burn the ape. I was like, you will <laughs> be laughed at. That's like ape. that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Like for two minutes of excitement, you know, and people like it, like give it to charity k money actually made an awesome video about the uh we're all gonna die and burn in the mutant did you guys see that i did not oh, I haven't yes seen it yet. so I he's like that. it was like the the we're all gonna die team i'll do a quick synopsis and he's gone back and forth they're both him he's like so what should we do with this mutant the guy says and he goes i think we should probably give it to charity he's like no that's boring uh how about we do this or this and he goes and then the guy's like no nah, that's even more boring and then he goes, how about we give it to our intern, Bernadette, who's a veteran with like four kids or whatever. And the guy was like, that's an awesome idea. And he goes, OK, great. And he goes, something else. She's going to be so happy. And the dude goes, what do you mean she's going to be happy? I thought he said burn address. I don't know if I just did that justice, but it was a really good one from K Money. that project has been really, really bizarre to watch. I was in that yeah. one pretty early and they're they you know, talk about spirits coming back and all this craziness. And then they actually had this crazy thing happen the other day where they got delisted for like 10 minutes on OpenSea. Did anybody see this? They, I, I saw on Twitter people talking about it, but I didn't. Uh... So they got delisted for like, I don't know, under half an hour. And I think it was an OpenSea mistake. But there was all this speculation that popped up within that half an hour where like maybe you got them delisted for burning that mutant and all this stuff. Mm. So meanwhile, prices start to plummet because they got delisted. Right. And then they get relisted again. And of course, they didn't miss a beat the whole time. They're like bringing this into their storytelling and being like, we have returned from the seas and blah, 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 blah. So anyway all that aside the crazy part about it was they went through their contract and anyone that sold it during the delisting that like you know were scared and sold they sent some eth to and i've never seen that before where they were like wow. hey sorry you got scared and sold and and sold low here's some eth for free and went and wow, sold, sent to everyone ETH. it was a wild yeah i Different didn't things every all. day in this space yeah i think i see that dip in the chart uh yeah Yep, yep. Dipping and came back. And now it's, oh my God, it's down bad. Yeah, not good. They all are. I mean, like, I mean, I is mean, there I'm, any I'm, green on the on the chart on any the only project? green? F- Fidenza, 
Yeah, Fredenza for some reason is up five percent in twenty four hours go. from sixty nine to seventy three. The Adidas nice. Originals is up one percent, and that those are literally all the green. I could scroll way down. Um, the currency has been shooting up. Uh, the Damien Hurst, those dots, it's okay. still only at it's still only at five and a quarter when Man, it was how high were those like, for a while? Like twenty like or something. Uh, um, let me look. I'm gonna look right now. And I'll tell you the highest it got. I think was 11, but it doesn't even, this chart doesn't even go that far back. Uh, Cause wow, okay. I remember I sold it at 11 and I okay. think I was close to the high. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. That must yeah. be about right. But that was when ETH was $4,000 also. Yeah. So. No. Oh yeah. That was a huge. And then now it's, a, it was a down at like three for a while. And now it's up to five and a quarter because they're getting ready to burn. So it's oh. going to have, it's going to have its moment and then Got it'll come it. back down again. Probably like, yeah, unless, yeah. unless it's scarce enough, but they're going to have like a physical burning of all the extra physical ones of the like paintings in a, in, okay. in a public display. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah I was just looking at, at ETH's current value. You can get a board ape for $119,000 right now. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. And the, and a punk for like, uh, I guess 70, 65,000 or something. What are they at? 48. Oh my Last goodness. 48. Yeah. 48 ETH. Not forty-eight dollars, okay. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. not forty-eight dollars. <laughs> no. Actually, that was you saying, "Oh, you can get a an A for a hundred thousand, which is like low, right?" Even mm-hmm. though that sounds like a lot of money if insane. you don't know the context. Um, I went to this art store today, and I was just casually like, sometimes I like to casually ask people like if if they're like into NFTs, you know. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, like I'm into NFTs, and I like to collect." I just bought an ape the other day. I was like, you bought a board oh. ape? He's like, yeah, I bought like a trippy ape. I was like, wait, what? Like, really? Like, uh, he's like, yeah, it was $300. I was like, okay, um, that was not an ape. <laughs> but I didn't say, I didn't want to like burst his bubble, you know? I was like, oh, okay, like, cool. <laughs> How does somebody know yeah, what a like, trippy ape is? But not know $300. Well, so he was like, he was kind of for him, he was more of like an art collector. So he wasn't thinking about like, oh, all these benefits and whatever. And he said that he wasn't into selling stuff. So I think he just wanted it because of the art, like literally just like the art. So yeah, he like sure. bought like some like knockoff, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I was just like, what? Like three hundred dollars. Wonder what it was. Like, wonder if it was an OX ape or a writer rips ape or a oh man. That guy rider <laughs> rips. That guy's something. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> no comment. Nice. All right, I did pull up the uh, the thing. So they did try and tell people that we were like creating a token, a membership pass, and they were like, you know, it's going to be amazing. Oh, for utilities. the discords that they yeah, have for the discords. Oh. Game. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so that's what they tried to do. So people, couple, one person that we know of clicked it. Did you say it was in the middle of the night? Yeah, this was that's uh, got to really fuck up conversion too, because it was during the day. I mean, it might have got me. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, okay. yeah, I got on one of those once. I I minted on 10 KTF um, during like a stealth mint uh, Discord takeover, and uh, oh yeah, luckily it was I, just it, like missing ETH. That's all. So it was like right. you know, 0.12 or something gone. Oh well, that's not too bad. So it just you you just sent it to a, a wallet that was just. Yeah, and then they ended up sending back ETH as well. They ended up reimbursing, but so it was <laughs> really? no harm, no foul, but it was That's scary weird. for a little while there. Yeah. 
I was back, I think, when I had an ape and stuff, too. So it was definitely scary. Oh, man, that's definitely scary. There's definitely not a lot of not a lot of green at all. Um, what's a, there's there's some that are really good deals. Like what's the one uh, cyber brokers? That one is probably a really good deal. DJ tunes is back underneath. I don't know Ooh. if that'll ever come back. Yeah, I know that was up to 2.8. Uh, I mean, it's everything is down. Cool cats is down to three one. Cyber brokers is one nine. That was up to like sixties, I think. Cool cats to three one. Cool cats to three one is not as bad as I would expect. Yeah, because it's actually kind of been because I have one cool cat and I've been kind of monitoring it. It's actually been like three. Like so, if anything, it's kind of steady. But yeah, yeah. Cool cats is. I mean, a month ago was it was four. Yeah, I think I bought about a month ago at four. Yeah. Again, like my third or fourth or whatever right. the fuck. Oh yeah. You have you have them all still? I just have one. No, okay. I'm, I'm okay. saying like I've gone in, in I've gone yeah, out, I've yeah, gone yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. I bought mine at I bought mine at nine on the show. It was like 25 grand. <laughs> nice on the podcast, like episode oh, yeah. eight or something. This is episode 64, if you can believe it, Mitch. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. Dude. I know, I know. We've been cranking. Congratulations, guys. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. We've been having a lot of fun doing it. So um, let's what we could get into it quick, but the future of NFT projects, what are we going to be looking at? What are the ones that are going to do well? Like what's the what's the future going to hold? What projects should people be looking for? Because there's going to be really good ones that come. There's going to be awesome ones. Ones that people should be looking for that haven't come out yet or ones that. Yeah. Or just like what type of project? Like, obviously we talk about bet the jockey and that's been pretty safe. You know, the open editions are rough. I I wouldn't mess with too many open editions, but. uh, Can't go wrong with Freemans. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go too wrong. I mean, you end (laughs) up with a a whole, you know, I put a bunch of stuff in my, uh, my hidden folder recently. From, uh, I, some free mints that didn't turn out well monkey uh, monkey dicks or something exactly i'm a pretty yeah. huge believer as you know as you can tell from my background i've been my background on my screen i've been in a lot of speculative collector markets in my life and the one thing you learn over time no matter what no matter how hot the market is no matter how new everything is no matter what is and you try to tell yourself this every time is buy what you like because if you buy what you like and it goes to zero you're going to feel a whole lot better than if you bought something you didn't like because you thought it was going to go up and then mm-hmm. it doesn't. And so to me, the way that I've been trying to operate in this, like, because let's be honest, like there's no, we're in the time now where there's no telling what's going to go up or down. Um, yeah. You know, there, we're in the time when V friends series two are what 0. 0.4 or something. I yep. mean, like everything's yep. low, no matter how much utility or real world um, connection or whatever. And so the only way I know how to operate now is by what, by what I like. And so for me, that means artists that I like, you know, companies that I like, whatever comes in so that then I at least feel like I bought a piece of art that I liked if, if it takes a dump. Um, but that's just my take. What do you, what do you guys think about what the heck to buy right now or what, what's it, where, where it's going to go, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely going to be more of these free mints that hit like it's, it's about marketing and only it's going to be one in a hundred projects. So you got yep. to kind of keep your ear to the ground and who likes what, but there will be like, there will be something that comes along. That's going to, that's going to really do 20, 50, hundred X for you. We don't know what it is. You know, you got to, 
and things things go up and down like it's uh it i think that people should be looking out for really real world utility i think is going to help like stuff that's like undeniable that you can really do and like vibes are awesome but the vibes aren't quite working at the moment you know like projects that actually will give you stuff and parties are great but i don't know exactly what it is but like even like traveling to places or entry into um clubs or 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 discounts or this and that like things like that i think are going to start to like the actual utility i think is going to come into play i like parties i like um I like projects collabing on events and stuff and, you know, just being able to meet people in real life, like it it is just so, so much better. Cause I think we've said this before too. It's like, it's about the connections you make in the space. And, you know, I I mean, there's so much possibility of what you can do. um, And it doesn't just have to be about the money or about trading. Um, I'm also curious, Mitch, because you are, you know, a, a huge physical world collector, right? Like you collect things in the mm-hmm. physical world. We're looking at right now, Mitch, the background. He has all these collectibles. Amazing. Like there's so many different things. Like I almost can't even like pinpoint one to, to call out. Oh, what's the thing directly behind you? It's like cause or something. Yeah, there's like lots that? of cause toys behind yeah, me. Cause. Yeah, cause. Yeah. yeah bunch of those there's like a spongebob you know there's like there's like bugs and stuff like yeah um what's it like collecting things physically versus like digitally i mean i think there's pros and cons to both and what i was going to say earlier when we talked about real world utility is um of all the projects that that the team that i work with has worked on the one that has stayed the most up is a project called Gemma by tristan eaton and the reason is that it that it holds value so well is at any point in the first year, there's four different events where you can actually burn your NFT and instead receive a, a two foot by two foot signed art print of your piece. So it's sort of like the, the Damien Hirst currency. Anytime you want to convert that into a physical piece, you can. And so I do think that, honestly, when we did that project, I expected to see more projects like that because I think that it's such a good way to do an nft project where it's like oh well if nfts ever are something you don't want to do anymore or you know go to zero or whatever you know you can you can turn this into a physical piece um and so to me i think that having the choice between is kind of a best case scenario physical collecting is great it has its downsides too i mean i have so much stuff to that i don't know what to do with it it takes time to sell you have to find the right person you have to ship it all this stuff and so the thing that excited me about nfts when i got into it was like the real-time market of it how you know an artist could become more popular or less popular within a day and and all this stuff and, and you could have deals done that day versus all this photo taking and listing on ebay and all this stuff so um yeah i think that if we could eventually get to a place where you can enjoy both worlds based on, you know, how you're feeling about the piece at the time. That's what I think is, is sort of the best case scenario. And one of the things Gary V talks about and he, why he's so bullish on uh, digital stuff is because you can't really show these off very often. Right. We're seeing, I'm seeing it for the first time. Like nobody really gets to see this amazing collection. Yeah, no, that's totally true. And and that's a thing that I really like about NFTs too. This is basically just my, um, 
take meetings background. <laughs> so that's pretty. <laughs> nice. I have to take a lot of meetings in pop culture, and so um, the yeah. background works yeah. pretty well. Uh, but yeah, we. But yeah, I've, I've been working in pop culture, art, and collectibles forever. And so when I came into digital collecting, it was exciting for that reason. It's just easier in every way. It's just easier. Um, but then there are also times like this when the market gets bad that. You kind of want something tangible, um, but you know it. It is what it is. Each has its pro and co- pros and cons. How'd you first hear about NFTs? What made you uh, perky up about them? I had heard about them for a little while, but the thing that made me get into it is um, so I, I collect a lot of art, and I was told somebody mentioned that James Jean, who's a big artist that I really like, and Tomer Hanuka, who's another big artist that I really like that I've worked with a number of times were on Clubhouse talking about NFTs. And that's what made me download Clubhouse. And then that was the the beginning of the end of mm-hmm. beginning of the end of my free time. Um, nice. And yeah, Tomer Hanuka actually has a really cool project coming out soon called Moody's that's like got built a really fast Discord oh, following. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um that's sort of how I got pulled in was through some of the artists I know starting to talk about it. Yeah. And for those that don't know what I do, I, I like we mentioned at the top, I work at a place mm-hmm. called Mondo and we make limited edition toys and soundtracks and, and posters for movies. And so I've been around art, limited edition art for a long time. And um, yeah. When does this, when does this podcast air? Uh, probably uh, tonight. maybe tonight at midnight. Yeah. A lot okay. Of never mind. I was going to leak something, but that's too soon. Uh, but <laughs> something interesting, something interesting coming out about Mondo tomorrow. I'll say. That. Oh, wow. Yeah. Vivi, Vivi. No, not Vivi. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's how Mitch and I came came across. Like you were in those rooms, so like I was doing all the VV Clubhouse, and um, Mitch was hanging out with Frank Kozik and Jermaine Rogers, who are two other amazing artists. Uh, we've talked about them before, mm-hmm. uh, guys guys with VV, and uh, and then you did a drop on VV. You probably did. I think you did a couple of them. Yeah, we, we did. We had two. like rooms. Yeah, with David, you would come in, and, and like hundreds and hundreds of people. They that was yeah. a lot of fun. And then I just started kind of coming into your rooms with those guys and all the artists. And that's how I met so many people. It's been amazing. Yeah. We were, same. we were every night for a long time. That's right. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I started coming in your rooms and then people yeah. from your rooms would come in our rooms. That's how we yeah. met Emmanuel. That's how. Yeah, you know, exactly. Exactly. It was. Yes. It was a good time. Simpler times. Uh, yeah. Simpler times. Simpler <laughs> times. We knew like every, we could talk about every project that was minting. Cause like there were so few. Yeah. It was, was crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. And now it's, I, I mean, I remember the point in time where you could market and be like, I don't even know what projects all come out in a day anymore. And yeah, like, that yeah. was news. Like that was new, right. you know, because right. before that you knew every project, especially with what you were doing, like you yep. for a while knew pretty much everything minting. Yep. And then it got to be where there's five a day and 10. And now it's just, That's who knows exactly how many right. a day. Oh, it's, it's insane. <laughs> Uh, and there weren't even a lot of data sites back then. One of the things we thought about doing was like, I had the idea to do these data sites that have all popped up, you know, flip stop finance, mm-hmm. icy tools. Like I knew that they needed it. Um, that's the best thing about the blockchain is like anybody just can grab that info. It's all out. There. Yep. Yep. Yeah, really cool. Those were some good times. <laughs> um, yeah. Mitch, Mitch is also one of the other projects I've actually talked about a good amount on here was the visitors, how you guys dropped on Polygon. Yep. And then onboarded all those people. Mitch has a really good team. He works with a couple of guys, Michael and Jacob. Like you guys, you guys are a super solid team, like streamlined. You know, when I, when we do a project, it's like 
12 people to do what you three do. <laughs> we got, I mean, I got very lucky in that I sort yeah. of got into it at the same time as Mike Mitchell, who's an artist that we've worked with forever at Mondo. And then um, Jacob DeHart, who was the co-founder of Threadless back in the day, which was a really big art company. And, okay. um, and he's sort of is like a dev genius um, yeah. and also a, a creative mastermind too. So, and Mike is amazing. And so we did the visitors just to kind of try it. Um, and it went well. And then other people started calling us. So we did a project with Shepard Ferry and a project with Tristan Eaton. And um, we have a project coming up with the really big artist named Michael Reeder. And so we've tried to help these big sort of gallery level artists come into the NFT space. And um, yeah, it's, it's been interesting. But if anyone wants to check out what we do, we actually finally have a website and it's 0x420.io like a contract 0x420.io no, i didn't even know that yeah we just finally cool. got a website. <laughs> uh we were just kind of incognito before that what right. is the 0x that everybody puts before things so that's just what a contract starts with um oh, any contract starts with, and duh. so our yeah, okay. and so you can actually customize that a bit and so the visitors started with 0x420 to be funny and so that's what we decided to call our our little yeah. company. That's really cool. No, that's great. This is actually, this is awesome. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've sort of, you know, slowed down and gotten pickier. We got, I mean, we did five projects in six months, I think. And so we got very burned out. Um, yeah. It was, it was a lot to do. Um, but it's yeah, we, it's a lot of stress for sure. Yeah. So we've just been kind of laying low. Nice. Uh, Snoop Dogg's opening a restaurant. Yeah, to be expected. He's got his every time he does an interview, he's in his board ape shirt. His like uh Dr. Bombay or whatever. Yeah, it is. Dr. Bombay. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's his thing. He's he's Snoop's gonna be looked at, I think, in a few years, like really gonna be looked back at as like a like a visionary when this all plays out because how hard he went into it early and putting so much stuff out there and trying this and trying that, not afraid to fail, like. I think he's, you know, there's a lot of celebrities that have failed, but Snoop's, you know, doing his thing. Do we know like where or what or anything about it? No, no, it just came up on uh, one of the news, but they didn't say that. I'm sure it's probably going to be, you know, California. I love Snoop Dogg um, and I love how big of a part of this he is, but he's definitely a person that I feel like if you have connection to him and you have money, he'll do, he'll do most things, you know, like he's done yeah. for whatever. Yeah. He's done yeah. so he's literally been in like every single niche. I feel like, like yeah, I was thinking about that too. Sandbox. Like, he's done right. so, no, even outside of NFTs, like just, oh, yeah. you know, it's like he started with music, but he's done so many different like things. It's crazy. Yeah, he has. Totally. Martha, but, Martha Stewart TV show. I'm curious <laughs> about the restaurant because if you would have come to me, with that bored and hungry restaurant idea, right. I'd have been like, no one's going to care about this. And it uh, turns out people care about it. Yeah. So um, who knows? I think it could, you know, uh, then again, I'm not there every day at bored and hungry to know, like, like all I get is Twitter confirmation bias pictures. Right. When people On the go first to day, like when it was <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> popping. Right. Although I heard it was a pop-up, like it's not actually a permanent restaurant. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. really? I just read that the other day. I was like, oh, I was under, under the impression this was permanent, but yeah, me too. I think it was like three months or something. They were just They're going to be at Ape work. Fest giving out free food. Oh. Nice. Yep. What's funny is, um, you know, NFT aside, it seems like Snoop Dogg could just open a restaurant called Snoop Dogg's Restaurant. And it would do fine. So, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, hopefully I, I didn't know that board and hungry is a pop-up. Hopefully it continues on, um, you know, maybe at the very least as a food truck or they get a permanent space or something. Cause it does. I like seeing that stuff. You know, it's, I think that the more that that stuff becomes actual branding, the more you not only like the more it helps nfts but also this idea of how ip has opened up so much in the day and age of of nfts and this probably accidental idea from yuga to to allow derivative and um commercial usage rights of your ape that kind of changed the entire game on yeah you know especially digital art on how it's sold and what copyright means and all these things going into the future and open source um and creative commons and all these different things and so i hope we do see more of this of people being able to buy an art asset um that also allows you to use it in a commercial way and and experimenting with that that's one of the more interesting things about nfts to me yeah there's a lot of people that i've seen putting them on you know liquor bottles and beer bottles and cannabis brands like i wouldn't mind doing that with mine I don't know if anybody wants to, but if anybody's out there listening, you want to license my ape, hit me up. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of our NFTs we can do. For sure. I think, yeah. yeah. And that's not even to mention like the other cool stuff that happens with NFTs, like 10KTF and things like that, where they actually repurpose your NFT to make a new NFT that's collectible. And yeah. So, so yeah, I, you know, I like the experimentation with that stuff. And I think that that's the stuff. Usually the people I know that are completely closed off to NFTs, it's that kind of stuff that gets them interested and go, oh, like, I understand why this is a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. And, and uh, did you see what happened with uh, Seth Green? I, I did. Yeah, you did. I did. So his, he, I mean, Sam, not to laugh, he had his, uh, his ape and a couple of mutants stolen right before VCon. And uh, he had a, he's using his ape in a TV show. He was like planning on using a TV show and he had to buy it back for $260,000. Yeah, it's brutal. I didn't know that he had to buy it back. Yeah, he bought it back. He made a deal to buy it back. I I don't, yeah, Um, I'll just say this. I am near people that were around him when that happened, when his ape was compromised. And it's very sad. Um, mm. especially because like, imagine your ape, like your ape being stolen is one thing you're being stolen when you're halfway through developing something with it. That's rough. Like he yeah. was a week from debuting that trailer at VCon when oh it happened, my. you know? So it, was- it, it's tough. Um, but yeah. And then I suppose you pay $250,000, you get your asset back and you're able to push forward with that TV show that he's making. So it kind of had to be done, but yeah, pretty pretty tough situation. That is that's crazy. And yeah. then it's you know, and you can't really blame the person that he had to pay because that person, you know, paid money for it, thinking that it was legit. Didn't know. Yeah, yeah. possibly, probably. I possibly. think they were being pretty tough about it though, because I'm right. not sure how much they bought it for. I don't think it was uh-huh. 165 ETH or okay. whatever. But, okay, fair um, enough. Yeah, yeah. It's I think they were being pretty tough about it. I don't know the person. Um, I, you know, I've talked to Seth before and he's very, very nice down to earth NFT yeah. degen, like for real degen. Oh, wow. um, so it's sad, you know, and, and everyone do you likes know what to... he do you know what he did to get? Was it not on a hard wallet? I, it may have been on a hard wallet. He clicked a link that gave a permission. Yeah. Like, a right. free, Even like if, a... yeah, that, that's the thing about a hard wallet. Like it's, yep. you know, you still have to, if, like I've had to connect it. I had to connect it to get my, my ape fest ticket, mm-hmm. you know? So like you're connecting it, you know, it's not, yep. 
Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was like a project that he holds, a fake yeah. link that was like, hey, here's the companions they're minting now. Right. And clicked right. it. And yep. yeah. And Oof. I think it was, I think he got a couple other things taken too, maybe a couple doodles and some other stuff. So mm. yeah. I mean, everyone thinks it can't happen to them, but it's it's a minefield out there, you know, and it's it's yep. I've had many close calls. I feel like I have as, as good of a handle of it as anyone. And I've still had many close calls. It's, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I watch icy tools all the time and I've gotten really scared to even click in to look at the projects that are minting. Like if I look at it and there's like, if there's like 5,000 minted, but it's only by like 300 people, I'm like, nah, nah, you know, cause like you think they could like, I don't know as if I see like 5,000 people minted it, then I'll like, I don't know. Well, here's just... a question I have that I don't know the answer to, but like yeah. you would think that in the day and age of like no website, no discord free mints, like aren't we potentially opening ourselves up to malicious links via that? Because if somebody yeah. says, Hey, I think about that too. Yeah, drunk, drunken goblins are minting right now and they're free. They are? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then you click that and, and you don't think about it that the same way that you think of like, Hey, you're, your doodle spaceship is minting right now and you're like oh that's fake you know but if somebody's like hey you should mint this you know backwards goblin dude and everyone's like oh shit i need one because it could go up to two yeah it seems like that makes it even more scary because like really one of the barriers to a project being a legit project used to be having a website and a discord with some people in it and now people don't care about that so Mm -hmm. it's a little scary yep that's the truth. That's really, I mean, there's, and there, I mean, there've been those free mints that people like the messages come out. Hey, this is a wild trainer, you know? Yeah. And the world totally. spends kind of click, but they, they are like, you know, I'm always, I'm always on icy tools, but I'm definitely more wary about where I click. Like the woo birds are, are going right now. Oh, geez. The woo birds. That's I actually crazy. had an idea for uh, the jail birds and just do all the moon birds, but put jail bars in front of them. I like that. I like yeah. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, somebody, yeah, somebody so, could take that. So you guys are both going to New York. What are What are you guys going to do there? Yes. Yeah, oh we're gosh. both going to New York. Uh, yeah, we're very Andy's, excited. Andy's going as well. Andy and I hang nice. out together most of the time. Yeah, Andy and I have been buddies for twenty years. We've been we've been good friends. We both grew up in Northeast Philly. So oh nice. I'm excited, yeah, I'm excited to hang out with Andy. Uh, Jennifer's throwing a party on the twenty second with uh, with a few people with. Uh, upstream and and you could if you want to talk about that and then there's you know there's ape fest uh we have tickets to that one night and there's a bunch one of night. different parties yeah just one night and uh, uh it was like a raffle thing i i also am going to ape fest on the 21st um yeah yeah nice. we're on the same day yeah oh that's right we talked about that yeah tell us about your party yes so my party's on the 22nd collabing with uh, upstream cryptoys juice box friends and swicky um and we have like 860 people that have rsvp so far so we're wow. excited for it um it's at freehold in the park uh union square in new york and it's from 5 to 10 p.m and we're gonna have drinks dj like just good vibes all around <laughs> and uh yeah it's been fun like planning it out and everything but yeah we're very excited 
That sounds awesome. I wish I was going. The 22nd is my kid's birthday. So hey, uh, happy birthday to your kid. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like I can't get away with going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it makes sure. sense, you know. Yeah, I'm leaving on I'm leaving on Father's Day. From I'm leaving my family. I'm nice. leaving my family in Costa Rica on Father's Day to fly up. I know. I you know, I keep telling my family that I have three kids and so it's yeah. like well there's always a birthday you know so right what am I yeah, supposed to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> birthday anniversary <laughs> like, that's right yeah um and speaking of cryptoys they had that big news a couple days ago where they're uh collabing with mattel yeah they par- they're partnering oh, with wow. mattel yeah mm-hmm. huge in what way yeah. have they said no so they haven't released like they haven't released much information uh my sister actually is head of community for cryptoys so she works for Cryptoids. They haven't launched, um, like you can't buy anything except for their Cryptoid Classics right now, which are kind of, they're like, oh, you know, these are, they were originally just like a free gift to all the people that were early in their Discord and stuff. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, I don't know when they're actually going to launch. Um, but yeah, they did announce that partnership with Mattel, which is very exciting. I'm very excited for them. The free really Cryptoys cool. Classics, by the way, are almost a quarter ETH. Nice. They're, uh, yeah. they're awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's 3,900 of them, 2,600 owners. I think all three of us on the podcast have one. Yeah. I'm super curious yes. to see more like NFT toy collaborations. Um, yeah. Like it, it, it seemed like the Ape Super Plastic one went well. Um, I don't know how the in-house made uh, the doodles vinyl toy. Did you guys see that one? It was like pretty expensive, but it was rad. Um, I didn't see it. The doodles. Did, did you get one? Yeah. I, uh, the, Jennifer. The where you thing? I think I saw that. Um, uh, if we're talking about the same thing, South yeah, by they were Southwest, like 300 bucks them. or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm curious to know how these things are going. And I think that there's definitely like a, a pretty good opportunity there for some of this stuff to be turned into toys and, you know, a lot of times it seems like the the problem, the barrier to entry with this stuff is a lot of it's been really expensive. Um, but I guess we're also sitting here buying JPEGs and air for uh, more than that. So, yeah, you know, what's what's really impressive about Cryptoys is they haven't asked people for one penny yet and they've been around for almost a year now. Right. Yeah. I mean, they raised money. So like, you know, okay, they, they raised money. I'm the, oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, I see. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. I mean, they, they, like they went to traditional, they went to traditional way. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Not the, 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 you know, web three way. Well, the web three way is a little weird. Like with like, you know, Hey, I have this idea. I need $3 million right. dollars to, or 70 million. If you're a uh, pixel mine. Oh, are these on Polygon? They yeah, are, yeah, the crypto classics cool. are on Polygon. Mm-hmm. Cool. And yeah, I mean, obviously, as you guys mentioned, we've done a couple projects on Polygon and it's it's tough um, in a lot of ways. I believe that it's, you know, well worth doing and, and, and probably in some cases the ideal way for a lot of these collectible projects. But it's tough. Um, I, I'm proud that we've done them and that we've succeeded with a couple of them. So I, I sort of tip my hat to any project that's done well with the polygon mint. Yeah. 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 Um, and also for model toys, I wanted to say Penelope's country club who we had Carlini on um, they, I thought it was interesting the way they were doing it. So they've kind of been doing these monthly airdrops to holders. And one of the things um, w- like if you have five of them, 
then you can actually redeem it for a physical. So I kind of oh, cool. like how they, yeah, how they did that um, in a way where I was like, well, technically if you had five of the Penelope's, you would get five of the airdrops and you basically get a free, you know, one, um, like a, a physical. So I liked that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we're doing a similar thing with the project that we're doing next. We're doing this um, Cyber Bandits project with Michael Reeder, and he has a very, it's very expensive to get anything physical from him. And so we're doing a thing where any like super collectors that collect 10 um, of them get a, a, a print pass. And so then they can choose to make a, a signed one of one print out of any one of their 10 that they have. Um, so, yeah, I think, like I said, I really think the, the one of the coolest things when you're talking about fine art NFTs, especially like tying it into physical is really exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be important. I think it always should have been. I always said that to people when I was consulting on projects, like do something physical. It doesn't oh, really? cost any, it doesn't cost anything to have them sign, you know, even yeah. with Cheech and Chong, they sent out the poster. That was my idea for them nice. to send out those autographed posters. Awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah, the, it's it's fun and it, it really does like I don't know what it is about it, but when you have an NFT project, like I, we, you know, I went to VCon um and even just like picking up a sticker from an NFT project, I was like, oh shit, like this stuff is real, you know? Um yeah. like I picked up a this is like how this is a, a good sign of how this marketing works. I picked up a Supduck sticker and now I'm like I really like this sticker, but I feel weird putting it on something like maybe I should buy a subduct and then like, (laughs) so it's funny how that stuff works. And like the dead fellas activation with the hat and stuff was amazing. Um, So I I think that like the more physical stuff that happens, I think it really does like cement fandom with these projects. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Tying back into New York really quick. uh, What are a couple of, like events that you guys are going to, I guess we'll start with Mitch. What are a couple events that you're like, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, uh, again, I'm not going because my, it's my kid's birthday, oh, but if shoot. I were going, Dang uh, it, sorry, no, it's fine. <laughs> if I were going, I mean, I think inarguably ape fest is the ticket, right? Like that's, I, it's just for the pure fascination of like, what are they going to do? Who's going to be there? Do you guys have any speculation on who you think may show up to Ape Fest? Oh, I, I haven't even thought about that, to be honest. I'm I know like, my yeah. only theory, I had this wild theory of a couple of weeks ago where I was like, I wonder if Madonna's going to play because Gaio Siri is her manager. Right. And she's the manager of the board apes and she has an ape. And everyone, and you know, people I talked to were like, no way, that's crazy. And then I saw she had an Instagram story the other day that said she's playing in New York like June 23rd or something. So she's no. gonna be in New York. So uh, I, I, I would not be shocked. I could if, see I could see Post Malone being there. That'd be great. That yeah, would give me extreme FOMO. I, yeah. I would have a lot of FOMO about that. I saw Post Malone at the Maxim party with like 500 people when he was at his wow, he was at his height before the nice. Super Bowl. And in Minneapolis. Yep. In Minneapolis yeah. during one of the coldest weeks ever. Oh God, it was horrible. We got out of that place at like 3 a.m. and it was like I to go to get to the Uber, it was it was crazy cold. I never felt anything so cold. Yeah, for those that don't know, I live in Minneapolis and I was joking with Keen about how it's always worst case weather whenever we have something on a national stage. Even <laughs> yeah. VCon, it was summer. It got and like yeah, it hailed. It got right. to like and then it gets like 50 degrees or something during I summer, know. which never happens. Yeah. Unbelievable. And 
Yeah, I could see I could see Snoop performing. Why wouldn't he perform? And then they'll get, they'll get comedians again. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who's like, who else are the holders? Uh, you could say Bieber, but he's got his whole face thing now. He's yeah. not going to be able to perform. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Else? What parties are you guys excited for outside of Ape Fest? Smiles verse. I'm excited for. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Nights of DGen was a really good one last year where I hung out with a lot of cool people. Uh, Have they said much about the Smiles verse party? I don't think they said they, much. What so they say? Go ahead. They uh, they're throwing a party on June twentieth from six p.m. to eleven p.m. and there was like an RSV, RSVP form that you could fill out. Um, I think, and then they said like you have to have the token proof app, and basically um, you're gonna have to like scan a QR code to just kind of like confirm or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, I filled out the RSVP. I'm planning on going to the Smilesverse. party um yeah yeah and then jenkins the valet oh my god it feels so bad (laughs) so no you gotta say this now june 20th jenkins valet party 4 30 p.m to 7 p.m we had thread guy um who's the director of vibes of jenkins he came on he said oh you guys gotta come to my party and everything and i just happened to be I don't know. I happened to see that they had just dropped like the tickets and there was only like 200, maybe 225 or something. And I like, I was like, Oh my God. And Michael had sent me one. Cause I didn't have a Jenkins. He's like, I'll send you one. Like I have a bunch, you know? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So he sent me one. I RCP me and my boyfriend, right. Two tickets. And then I'm like, Oh, I hope Michael's online. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, Michael, like, you know, make sure you you're like, like, hey, you you did tell me you did try and hook it up. You're like, get on there ASAP. Yeah. And then out. I refresh it and it starts decreasing and it's like 30 tickets left. I'm like, Michael, yeah. please I'm like, <laughs> wake up. Like, I don't know where you are, what you're doing, but like you need to RSVP. Uh, and then it like sold out. And I was like, no, I felt so they bad. said they're trying. They said they're trying to do something. Though. They're trying to figure something out. They tweeted. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they'll add it. They might move venues. You know, it's that oh, one looks like it's gonna be true. really cool. They're gonna be giving out like, like the Jenkins keychains, I think, or something. It well, yeah. I I mean, I said if there's a way to transfer, I'll transfer it to you because I know nah, you're. Nah, super that's all you. That's all you. That's all good. I could crash it. I know the thread. Guy. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. hey, uh-huh. there we go. Uh huh. Um, and and uh, psychedelics anonymous uh, Voltura has a house or some kind of venue. It's oh, yeah. called like the mm-hmm. Glass studios and he said there's like a rooftop and a bunch of rooms that like uh it's going to be available from 9 a.m to 7 p.m and uh free breakfast free drinks you know some food there and you can just hang out if you're a holder so and that that's actually a 10 minute walk jennifer i was saying before the show from your party so i think i'm going to try and um, andy and i are going to go there beforehand hang out there uh, maybe talk to him and then and then come over to your party Hey, yeah, I say hello for me because I'm not going to be able to attend that. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and get him to cool. come to yours, though. I'm going to try and get him to come to yours. Nice. I'm going to I'm going to be friend him. There we go. There we go. We'll make him VIP if he, if he comes. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. Yeah, he's not <laughs> VIP wherever he goes. But yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. And then Tuesday on the 21st. Uh. Well, besides Ape Fest, I'm also looking forward to that Doodles holders only party that they're doing. And then um, Eternal, we had Newbie on. Um, Newbie, she's the chief of staff at Eternal, um, which is like where you can, it's built on flow and it's like collecting uh, 
streaming, like live streaming moments. Anyway, she's throwing a party. Uh, well, Eternal's throwing a party from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m., which is like super, super late. But I'm going to have to drink some coffee or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. And Sean Kingston is going to be singing there and he like i don't know if you guys know sean kingston but he sings like fire burning on the dance floor that little shoddy okay maybe not keep, sing, like keep singing i'm not sure keep <laughs> i like this I okay like you this. know what some of the listeners know okay can we just go through nft nyc performers and you sing a little bit of their songs this, uh-huh. this is a good segment <laughs> yeah that's a good segment right <laughs> singing yeah, along the uh Party um, DJs are having one on Thursday night with Diplo and Blondish and Oh really? Oh, I'm gonna yeah. be leaving on Thursday. I'm so sad I'm missing that. Yeah. I My feel like party DJs have a lot to live up to because the only reason anyone bought that project is right, was to go to, to throw parties. wild parties. Know, yep, know, that's why I bought sure. it. That's yeah. literally why I bought it. And I, I went to that, two parties yeah. out of it too. It's been worth nice. it. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. My flight is 6 a.m. on uh Friday morning, so I don't oh my know. My God, why do you, are you gonna pull it all nighter? Like, yeah, you gotta why just stay up. Stay up. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't do it on purpose. It's because oh, it, uh, I'm flying into Liberia, Costa Rica, so the oh, wow. pickings were kind of slim. I have a layover in Miami. I'm gonna go try and find Jen Stark's uh, mural hey. at the Miami airport. I man. love Jen Stark's work so much. Yeah, yeah. She's. We had her on. That she was our last guest. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't listened yet, but yeah, she's yeah, like obviously, my- obviously, you haven't listened. <laughs> I haven't yet, but she's one of my favorite artists. She's she's incredible. Yeah, she's really cool. She had a good story, and she's and she's like very accomplished in the Smithsonian and yeah, all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's huge. She's yeah. a hustler. She works. She works really hard. Does a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we usually finish off. Our, do we have anything else we want to talk about before we we usually finish our off the episode just by doing sales volume over the last seven days? top 10 projects kind of thing. Yeah, um, no, totally. But, Thanks guys again yeah. for having me. And um, I'll throw in one quick plug, which is our next project is cyber dash bandits.com. Take a look at it. It's really beautiful art and um, it's all art based. So if you're here cool. for giant roadmaps and, you know, collabs with Gucci, this isn't for you, but um, really a lot was put into the art generation, but that's all I got. Thank you guys so much. Nice. Yeah, it is a pleasure. It was a, uh definitely good hanging out and hopefully it won't be the only time for oh, sure but, uh, yeah so what we do i go on to cryptoslam.io we've been doing this since the beginning it's nft collection rankings by sales volume over the last seven days so number one is board apes and they're actually double anybody else 19 million the next is 10 million we're all going to die huge volume that probably wow. encompassed yeah huge volume number two uh, other deed is number three Something I never heard of is number four, Shit Beast. Yeah, that was like uh, in the, the Godwin the, Freeman. Yeah, that's right. Shit Beast. Hold on. So, Real quick before we continue on. I yeah, yeah. happen to see Other Side Land is at like two right now, I think, which is oh, wow. wild. Is it, is it that low? That might, I mean, what are they going to do with that? Are they going to make that work? I hope so. I, if they they say it's like work. a year out or something. Oof. Like oh nothing's God. happening for like. And while. there's another hundred thousand coming. One one point nine right now. One yeah. Okay, don't there's buy a, any, Michael. No, I'm not going to buy right now. There, there's another hundred thousand of those. Comments. I know it's insane. No. Oh man. And also, yeah, real time stats. So that, and then the other crazy thing is there are multiple fifteen ETH mutants up right now. Uh, I said a, last week I wanted to sell it at twenty. I said this. It's week. a crazy time. Think, anyway, hit me with the volume. 
Oh my god, you just <laughs> anyway back to the volume <laughs> yeah. charts. So shit beast is number four. There were eight thousand transactions on shit beast. Goblin Town's number five, eight million. Mutants are number six at seven point eight. The go to mid pass, the gallery of digital arts, which we've talked about a bunch. That's the one. Um, it's got cause is actually one of the founders, so people are thinking they're gonna get cause. And I'm pleased with that. And uh, Pharrell and Jimmy.eth is part of the team. Um, That's number seven. CryptoPunks is number eight. So Rare, again, is in the top ten. So So Rare has been doing really well. I haven't kept track at all, but there have been, there were 12,000 buyers and 52,000 transactions. Uh, 12,000 buyers. They There's actually, for the first time ever, I see that So Rare has more buyers than Top Shot. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. that's kind of crazy. Uh and then number 10 I never heard of Pablo's. That's another one I never heard of. Uh, that was another I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. That was just another quick old, That was during the Freemint hype. Yeah. Week. They did four and a half million in volume, fifteen thousand transactions. Uh Clone X number eleven, more Kami Flowers, Troll Town, Moonbirds, piece of shit, nothing, Zazuki. For the culture. Yeah, some of those shit well, ones yeah. got really high. what's with these names like what (laughs) it's just literally (laughs) called piece of shit one word like okay (laughs) shit beast we're we're in a we're in an interesting phase right now goblin piss (laughs) (laughs) yeah cool all right cool well thank you all so much for listening uh, thank you again, Mitch, for coming on the show. And yeah, we'll catch you all in the next episode. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really love what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite platform. If you want to stay up to date with the latest news and insights from the NFT space, be sure to follow us on all the socials at NFT Catcher Pod. You can follow Jennifer at Jennifer underscore pseudo and Michael at NF Ticket. I'm your producer, Andy, and I'm at AJC254. Our theme songs by It's Just Los. We always appreciate your feedback and support, which helps us reach more people and bring you informative and engaging content about NFTs. We look forward to bringing you more great NFT content in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Peace. Show